Welcome to the Country Hipster Podcast. This is a much better start than last week's, that's for sure. My name is Paul. I am the Country Hipster. I forgot that. <laughs> yeah, we had some issues at the beginning of last yeah. week's episode. And this is my brother and co-host, Adam, the up, Country guys? Duck. The Country Duck? Country Duck. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because you got the Anaheim Mighty Ducks. I have a fun story about this t-shirt. One time I was wearing this. Uh, I was at a 7-Eleven in Northeast Philadelphia where I live. And um, some guy looked at me. He's like, what's up with that shirt, man? And I'm like, what? And I'm like, oh, I'm like, I'm not a fan of the hockey team. I'm just a fan of Emilio Estevez movies. And he's like, all right, man. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, man, that's a good, that's a good, good reason. Um, But not, not in the, uh, not in the Mighty Ducks movie was the song Dirty Knife by the Unholy Four from Charlottesville, Virginia. That's true. It should have been in the movie. It should have been in the movie. It just sneaked out. However, it is the music that you heard coming in here. The Unholy Four from Charlottesville, Virginia. Um, they are on Instagram and Spotify. And um, I swear those things do exist. I don't need to give you the links. You guys can find them on your own. I promise. You guys are adults. You are. You are. Hopefully. Yes. Well, you know, maybe. Um, oh, shit. I fucking we jumped do, back. I say we do have we do have a, a list of what our demographic was. Yeah, right? Uh, most of them are adults are actually <laughs> like you know, my age or older. So, um, by the way. Uh, we are filming this on Monday, July 3rd. So happy Independence Day, America. Happy birthday, America. Everybody else in the world who listens to this, whether it be your 1% in Bayron or our less than 1% in Germany, it is just Thursday for you. Yeah. But for us, we are, uh, we're all about America. It's like the, what it's like an old thing is like, do they have a 4th of July in England? Yeah. It's like, yeah, they also have a 3rd, 5th, 6th, yeah, right. all the days around it, too. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. I even watched uh, Hamilton earlier this week with uh, with uh, Regina. So. Yeah. yeah I, just to reintroduce her to it, see if she yeah. still liked it. So She's not as big of a fan of um, Hamilton as she is Little Shop of Horrors. And now uh, Hairspray has grown on oh, her. Oh, nice. She's, yeah, she's... Pretty pretty much invested in hairspray. Um, if pretty, you guys pretty much invested in yes. musical theater. Pre- pretty much, yes. Yeah. So um, I hope she does not go to college for that because I can tell you how that works out. Yeah. Um, but uh, if could, you guys could have grow up and start a podcast with Jack. She is, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, uh, Jack who barely acknowledges her, although he's he's doing more. He's been acknowledging her a little bit more lately, so yeah. I guess that's good. He like usually just like shakes his fist at her, like baby. He like that's about it. He so, loves her. Yeah. Um, so if you guys did watch last week's episode uh, about uh, Sam Cook, the best of Sam Cook, uh, you will know that I uh, cut off a tip of my finger before um, doing that, and it is healing well. I don't even have the bandage so on anymore. Bandage yeah, see, it's pretty good, right? It doesn't look bad. It doesn't look bad. It's it's not like like you could see some redness, but that's not raw skin. Like it's you know it's not. Yeah. So I was like, I'm going out. I'm gonna try it without the bandaid. It's a little. Still a little soft to touch. I got through my shows last week, though. Yeah. Like, Thursday, Thursday's show, um, it, it kind of sucked. There were a couple times where it's like, fuck, that hurt. And then uh, when I played on Saturday, um, I ended up, I was starting to just slowly take off the Band-Aid because mm. the Band-Aid was be- getting more annoying. It still hurt a little bit, but not bad. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but I do have shows coming up this week, which I'm pretty sure I'll be... 100% for I'll be continuing my summer residency at Dooney's in Voorhees on Thursday night. And then on Saturday, I have my my year-long residency at the Horse in Sellersville. Saturday from 5 to 9, followed by karaoke. So you get to hear me sing, and then you can come in and sing. 
You guys can show up and be like, oh, that asshole can that do it. That fucking guy can do it. Anybody can do it, which is pr- it's pretty pretty accurate. Mm-hmm. So I did. Oh, oh speaking of, uh, I mentioned Jack. It was it was funny. So um, Friday, you know, I do like the normal food shopping and shit like yeah. that, right? And uh, so I go out um, after uh, food shopping and I go to the beer distributor and like I grab like a, a 30 pack of uh, some Genesee beer, not even cream ale. This is straight Genesee straight, beer. Straight Jenny. Straight Jenny. So it's, it's actually pretty good. Actually, I'm, I'm liking it for a cheap ass beer. So I grabbed the 30 pack of that and like a, a 15 pack of like something called Straub or Strobes, S-T-R-A-U-B. I saw that. Yeah. It looked very in the same vein yeah, as, yeah, yeah, as Genesee. Yeah, yeah. So I wanted to stay, I wanted to dry so, one. So I grabbed that as, oh, I got, I got them in the cooler. So I grabbed, I grabbed uh, like a 15 pack of that. And then, um, so, you know, some uh, Sierra Nevada IPA for Katie because she likes real board, likes real beer. Yeah. But then, like, Jack um, came home from work, like, two hours later, and, like, he bought a 30-pack of PBR for me. He bought, like, a couple four-packs of IPAs for Katie because she likes that stuff. Yeah. And then, like, a, a case of uh, Black and Town black and tan pounders because that's what it is so it's like oh look at that you're becoming an adult buying it buying beer for the house even though we already bought yeah a shit ton of beer so but it was, it was cool it was cool it's you know, <laughs> no, no, i liked it yeah, I, I was, yeah. it's nice when people buy beer that aren't you yeah exactly exactly what do you what do you got there speaking of people who buy beer that aren't me uh i am currently drinking a uh lansdale lager mm-hmm. from round guys brewing company in oh, lansdale fuck. pennsylvania no i haven't had that one I had the Lancaster Lager from Lancaster Brewing, yeah. not the Lansdale Lager. How far is Lansdale from here? Oh, like half hour. Maybe. Okay, you so know, it's still not far, still relatively yeah, close, still local. It's good. It's very um, it's a uh, it's it's got it's it's listed as a Golden Hellas Lager, uh, which usually in my experience they're more crisp. Okay. And more like clean. This has this has a lot of uh, some nice maltiness to it. Nice so. maltiness. Okay, cool. Very nice. Very nice. Well, yes, I will. You have a four pack of those. Yeah. So I will have to try one of those out since I fucked up which ones um, that I was talking about. All right, Adam, are we gonna do this? Is this gonna be the quickest intro ever? Are we gonna make Tom happy? We can make Tom happy. Do we want to make Tom happy though? I'm trying to think if I have any other bullshit to talk about. Yeah. No, I don't. No, either do I. Not really. All right, Adam, we are here to talk about your pick for episode 14. It is the Postal Service Give Up. And um, take it away, sir. It's all Um, you. So this is, like Paul said, my copy. And this is, uh, I'm realizing now, uh, I've talked about before that a lot of my records were damaged in a flood. This one, I feel like, got the got the brunt of it really. yeah man, that thing's fucked um the the sections like it's all separating it's all just jack well even too i was trying to um I, uh when i was preparing for the podcast earlier today I, I went to listen to it and i actually had trouble getting the the disc out of the uh oh, the yeah. sleeves so it's like oh man and i was actually like really hoping there was no paper stuck to the vinyl and there wasn't which is no. it was just a little bit of stickiness on the um the uh the label which it also doesn't help that like um it's you know july 3rd and it's like something like 90 degrees out and i have yeah. fucking air conditioning in my house yeah. right now our air conditioner went and uh we're not sure when it's going to be fixed hopefully um like we know who we're going to have do it and we got like quotes and all that but like they just haven't scheduled yet so yeah hopefully to, well hopefully wednesday it'll get scheduled 
and I'm hoping by the end of next week to have air once again in my house. But in the meantime, everything is humid and sucks. It's not too bad down here because, you know, we're in the garage and yeah. it's actually a pretty well insulated garage and it stays cool because, you know, heat rises. So, mm-hmm. um, but it's still everything's fucking sticky. It sucks. Yeah. It's like not a good sticky. No. But anyway, go on. It's not, not a sexy stick. Yeah, it's not a sexy stick. Um, so yeah, so this album was released in February of 2003, February 18th of 2003 to be exact. Recorded in um, 2001 and 2002. Uh, was recorded at Dying Songs in Los Angeles and Computer World in Seattle. Um, came out on Sub Pop and uh, the band themselves produced it. Okay. Um, at least that's how it's listed on uh, Wikipedia. Um, uh, the Postal Service is referred to as a supergroup. Yeah, no, it it's, definitely it, 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 it it's really just two people. I don't know if you can consider it a, a no. Well, a the super more group. the more I read about it, they they do have a lot of people who have uh, then like either contributed or played on these songs so and and it's not like they're like nobodies you know um yeah so, so the, the the main meat and potatoes of the band is um ben gibbard mm-hmm. of uh death cat for cutie and um he uh a D- dj who goes by dental i'm assuming is how it's pronounced is d-n-t-e-l okay his name is uh jimmy tamborello um, but then also heavily featured on the album is uh, Jenny Lewis of the band uh, Rilo Kiley. Yep. And, and uh, uh, also Jen her Wood. Work. And Jen Wood as well, mm-hmm. yes. Um, I don't know much about Jen Wood. I know a little bit about Rilo Kiley and mm-hmm. Jenny Lewis. I've, ha- I've heard more of Jenny Lewis's solo stuff mm-hmm. um, than her Rilo Kiley stuff. I'm a big fan of the song Acid Tongue okay. by Jenny Lewis. If you're uh, so... Uh, inclined to check something new out um check that out um but yeah so the album was released in 2003 this is recorded in 2001 2002 interesting thing about the way this album was recorded is uh jimmy tamborello who basically made all the electronic beats for the for the for the songs um would basically record them in los angeles burn them to a cd mail them to ben gibbard who lives in seattle he would then, well, he would mail them to the Sub Pop headquarters in Seattle. Ben Gibbard would go pick them up and then listen to them and proceed to write the melody and lyrics mm-hmm. um, for the songs. Um, which is kind of a, it's got to be a pain in the ass way to to write. Not really. I mean, uh, I, you know, I, I so I actually heard Ben Gibbard talk one time about like his whole writing like process um specifically when he was talking about um uh how he wrote uh i will follow you into the dark by mm-hmm. death cap for cutie he basically said with like death cap got to a certain point they were like okay i'm gonna this is gonna be my big boy job so i'm gonna yeah. treat it like a big boy job and he went to the studio every single day made his lunch all the kind of stuff and and the goal was to write one song per day so yeah. you know like for him, like taking that that mindset, probably wasn't that big of a pain in the ass to do it. Like I think mm-hmm. it was probably more of a big pa- bigger pain in the ass was that he had to go over to Sub Pop and pick up the CD and yeah. then go to the studio. You know. Yeah. Now, if, if this if if this album was made today, it would just be like dropped onto like a cloud, and then it would just like. Yeah, it could have been then too. That's where I, that's where I think it's kind of weird. Early two thousands. Yeah, think? yeah, no, that shit was around. Yeah, you could you could you could have down. Yeah. You could have at least like sent the file over you know what i mean because like you could have downloaded it on limewire yeah right <laughs> giving your computer computer aids yes 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 um 
so yeah um i always thought it was kind of interesting um that was i thought that was that was an interesting way to make an album basically um i recently um i've always been i think i learned about the postal service from a girl that i was dating in high school um girl named genevieve played them for me if i remember correctly she played me we will become silhouettes and such great heights okay and um uh really liked it um started listening to them and um so i've been kind of cognizant of them from you know not that long after the album was released um was always a, a fan never really looked too much i knew it was like you know i knew it was the lead singer of death cat for cutie because i listened to death cat for cutie and knew the guy's voice um but it, it does was, it does have a very distinct voice and yeah. that's that's a good thing yeah it's like it, joe cocker you know joe cocker when joe cocker yeah. singing yeah um it wasn't until fairly recently that a friend of mine um matt that i used to work with um played that song acid tongue by jenny lewis that i was just talking about where i started listening to some more of jenny lewis's solo stuff and then just happened to be reading something and realized that jenny lewis does the, per, the majority of the female backing vocals yep. on the album mm-hmm. and i was like oh shit i've been listening to jenny lewis sing for way fucking longer than i thought i had um but uh but yeah i've always i've always enjoyed this album um fun story i think i may have told it on an episode of the podcast i can't remember the way i got this album was told it on last week's episode did i yeah but go on there is a ooh, did you get it i hit it there is a um (laughs) when i was in college i was dating this girl who lived in cherry hill new jersey oh no this is a different story go on you told a different story last week i may have told like the bridge version of it um, okay, all right, tell, the, tell yeah. the full story. So I was dating a girl who lived in Cherry Hill, By the way, real quick, you guys could go for reference and check last what he said last week and then check what he says now. I'm gonna and fucking, we'll see if he's a uh, fucking liar. I'm going to listen to it. When I get... <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I was dating a girl uh, when I was in college. She lived in Cherry Hill, New Jersey. And the one time I was over her house and she was like, oh, do you want to go to this record store? Because she knew that I liked vinyl. And I said, yeah, absolutely. What's it called? And she said, it's called Tunes. Cannot remember where it was in it's Jersey. It's on 73. No. Is that Voorhees? Mm-hmm. It's not that one. Oh, not that one. There okay. was another one. I okay. think it was Mount Laurel. Okay. Right. Um, I just actually, when I, after uh, Paul made a delicious meal tonight, and afterwards it's I was smoking a cigarette, good. and I was Googling, trying to figure out where Tunes was located mm-hmm. to, you know, as a little background for the story. And it seems like the tunes that I went to is now closed. Okay. Because right, um, I was going to say, I, I passed the tunes yeah. on 73 when I'm going to my Thursday show at Dooney's in Voorhees, New Jersey. There you go. There you go. <laughs> um, but the one that I went to is great. You could go and you can trade in um, movies, CDs, records, pretty much all that kind of stuff. And gets it's basically like a GameStop. You can go yeah. trade shit in, get store credit, buy new shit. They had a lot of used stuff. Um so she had taken me there one time and I love the place. I used to buy a lot of cheap movies there and um, used to buy a lot of records there. It, it's and, hot and these are going down fast. So. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so the one time we had gone, I was walking through and I think we've talked about before, like you see a record and um, I talked about it when, for the pilot episode where I saw, I watched Katie pick up Seasons in the Abyss mm-hmm. and then went, go, oh, I'm this sorry, is- who? Katai. Katai. Katai sorry, picked I, up uh, Seasons in the Abyss. And um, <laughs> I forgot. I'm sorry. Well, I was going to say, I don't think Katie likes Slayer. Yeah. 
Katie. Katie doesn't like Slayer, but, but Katai, Katai loves she's Slayer. She's all about Slayer, yes. Um, so I, I watched her pick up this record <laughs> and go, oh, this is my favorite album by them, and then put it down and walk away. And I was like, that. I'm like, I've, when I saw this, it was uh, sitting on a, a, a display shelf on the wall. And I thought, I didn't even know that they pressed that on vinyl. I need to have that. So I took it off the wall, proceeded to walk around the store. So real quick, what year was that? 2000 and... Huh. You all right there? No, I just realized something. Because uh-huh. I thought that I had... I just really, I, I, in my head, I was thinking that I had a 10th anniversary. You do not. Edition. You do not have a 10th anniversary. Edition. But then I just realized that there's no way that I bought this album 10 years after it came out because I was only dating that girl from like 2009 to 2011. So, so, okay. So, not to spoil it, but the only reason I'm like jumping in your story here is I'm not, I do not want to spoil our Discogs, ver- our Discogs value. Um, what you have is a 2005 version which was the first time it was on vinyl. They actually didn't release oh, it on okay. vinyl right away. It was only released digitally and on CD. Oh, okay. So so this this pressing here um, is not even it's not technically an original pressing. Yeah. It's a repress of the 2005, but yeah. like yeah. So they didn't they didn't put this out on vinyl right away. Gotcha. So okay. it was it was when they when they, you know, went through all the the which, well, you know, I'm sure yeah. you'll get into it with the factoids and whatnot. But yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's why I was like, what year was that? So yeah. I was interested to Yeah, see it. So, so I um I happened to I happened to see it. I saw it and thought I need to buy that fucking album, took it off the wall, was walking around browsing the rest of the store, and I was about six feet to the right of where the, the thing it was sitting on the wall was, and I see a guy come into the store and walk over to um the space right in front of the thing. And he looks up and it's not there. And he kind of just looks around and he sees it in my hand and goes, you grabbed it. And I'm like, what? And he's like, postal service. And I was like, oh, yeah, my bad. He's like, nah, man, good grab. <laughs> so I, I, I felt kind of bad, but then also felt kind of good. I'm like, yeah, fuck that guy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so, so your story does check out. Okay. Yeah. You have, okay. So yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I, so it's it, it was one of those albums where I saw it and I thought to myself, I didn't know that they pressed this on vinyl didn't know you know didn't know that i needed it until i saw that type thing and i and i bought it that day and um uh yeah i like i said i sadly it's it's very upsetting to me actually that it's become so horribly water damaged um some uh paul was just talking about more factoids and i kind of jumped over to how i got the album and stopped talking about the the band and the album itself um, apparently, well, I'll get to that in a second. Well, critically, critic, critically, um, Pitchfork placed this album at 104 on its list of the 200 best albums of the 2000s. Hey, real quick, just so back to your fucked up copy. If you did want to get a new copy, there is one that was released in April. Oh, Paul. Um, it's the 20th anniversary. Where could you possibly get that? You could possibly get that at OttsvilleRecordGarage.com. It is actually a blue and metallic silver copy. I see that. Copy. It sounds... Yeah. Yeah, I say that's yeah. a, that's the other thing I was thinking. Well, I'll get to that in a second. Um, but so yeah, they released the 10th anniversary edition, which is what I thought I had. No, nope. and then very recently, actually, um, the postal service they kind of disbanded. But very recently, they were touring with Death Cab for Cutie. Oh, were they in support of the okay. 20th anniversary of the album? Um, so yeah, Pitchfork named it uh, 104. Um, 
104 on the list of 200 best albums of the 2000s. Rolling Stone um, gave it, uh, ranked it at number 86 of the uh, of the decade's best album. Okay. Um, I don't know what year that was that they did that. Yeah. I, yeah. But it was the decade, so I'm assuming sometime after After 2010, yeah, probably. Um, fun fact about this band. In August 2003, the United States Postal Service served the band a cease and desist. Yes. For dilution of their trademark. And uh, apparently they, uh, Ben Gibbard went to Los Angeles and met with like representatives of the United States Postal Service. And they came to an agreement where they would both use the name yep. provided that the band s- basically promotes yeah, the yeah. postal the, the 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 mail carrying postal yes. service yeah um and so apparently sold it on the yeah, when the album was released you could go on the united states postal service website and buy the co- buy a copy of give up which is kind of fucking funny yeah um they used uh ups and fedex to ship it though yeah yeah it's not. <laughs> <laughs> um apparently the two also uh the uh, Ben Gibbard and Jimmy Tamborello would also perform at the United States Postal Service Convention, the annual night USPS convention in Washington, D.C. Oh, okay. Yeah. I can I can only imagine, like, most of, like, the people that would go to that would be like, who the fuck is this? You know what I yeah. mean? So, because it's just pretty looking at the post office. It's, it's just not, a, a fun you know. little thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, I said uh, the when they performed at the uh, convention in 2004... Uh, uh, there was a, an article, an interview that Tamborello did with Pitchfork where he said uh, it was a kind of weird thing at the beginning, but then actually turned out to be pretty fun. And he said for their performance, they performed two songs and then briefly met with the Postmaster General. <laughs> so it's a very weird little, um, uh, it's a very weird little thing. Like, you, didn't, you know, it makes sense. Did I, did I tell you about my, my uh, short lived? employment with the u.s postal service no what'd you do for, were you a mail carrier i was well i was supposed to be i didn't it wasn't even really the, it was so <laughs> so i applied i was unemployed and i applied for uh, the u.s postal service and you know to be a mail carrier but like you know they're they i don't know if they still do it but at that time in like 2018 ish 2017 ish no no it was before that it was before that. i was like so it was like fucking 2000 13-ish, somewhere around, somewhere around there. 14-ish, whatever. At any rate, so they weren't hiring necessarily full-time employees. They were hiring full-time temps. Mm. So you would get full-time hours and you would be considered temporary for at least a year. After a year, you could get benefits, all this kind of stuff, right? There was so, a fly. Yeah, yeah, so I get the, you know, the um, fill out the application and get the whole thing, go do your drug test, and they give you this whole, like, packet that they send to you. They're like, you need to come for this interview and you need to bring this packet 100% filled out. No, you know, we're not going over this packet. Da, 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 da. It has to be 100% yeah. correct. And if it's not, well, then we're just going to send you home and your application's voided. Da, 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 all this kind of stuff. So I'm not an idiot. So I uh, fill uh, out this package. I'm not an idiot. So I threw it away. Yes. So I fill out this package 100%. It's all correct. I did. I double checked and triple checked it because I'm like, all right, cool. This would be cool. I get there on the morning and there's like your sign in sheet and you sign in. I'm like the friggin' 25th person signing in. And I'm still like 20 minutes early, which is impressive because there were people there yeah. before me. So I'm just like, all right, well, either way, I know there's people in front of me, but you know, hopefully this will, you know, I'll be out of here by noonish. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, no, what they then proceeded to do was go over page by page of this 30 page packet that Jesus. was supposed to be filled out in advance. Jesus Christ. 
and 100% correct or they weren't going to consider application. I'm like, what the heck? I would have been like, I just would have raised my hand and be like, seriously? That, well, so, like, I'm going there. I'm like, all right. So, like, I, I mean, I at least took advantage of it. I'm like, all right, well, let me at least double check stuff. And there was absolutely nothing I needed to change. And so now, around noon, that gets done. Then they're like, okay, we're going to start the interview process now. And then they, like, you know, take you to, like, to do the first interview. And at this point, it's, like, 2 o'clock. And yeah. I'm just getting to the point to do my first interview. And you have to do two interviews. And the people who were going in first were still sitting there waiting to do their second interview. Yeah. And I'm just like, so I sit down with the woman. She comes over and she had like an attitude about the fact, like, I can't believe they pulled me in to do this. And da, 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 I got other things to do. And like all this guy's shit. I got mail to sort. Yeah. And I just looked, I was like, listen, don't, don't worry about it. I'm out. And she's like, what? I'm like, I'm out. Fucking leave it. Like, this, this is how you guys fucking and, run this dog like, and pony show. Yeah. She's like, no, no, no. You have the job. You just got to go through. So I'm like, yeah, no, it's good. I, I don't, I don't want to do this. Like, yeah. this isn't what I'm going to fucking do. And so she's like, well, I, I no one's ever done this before. I'm like, yeah, but I am. So fuck it. Like, yeah. yeah. I think so. Yeah. So I actually had to sign something to say that I am refusing to take the job. And I'm like, yeah, no, fine, fine. Fuck you guys. It was pretty funny. That's right. So, um, I, I, it's always amazed me like I'm like maybe I'm just of a of a of a different mindset but like if I'm sent something for like you know an interview per se mm-hmm. and they go hey here's the date of your interview here's the time make sure all of this packet that I'm sending you is filled out yep I'm gonna be there 20 minutes before my time that they tell me and my entire packet's gonna be filled out yeah uh, yep. like it blows my mind where like I had to go to I had jury duty the one time, mm-hmm. and like the thing says, show up at this time with this, 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 and this, and like your summons letter, your whatever, yep. your driver's license, and motherfuckers are still showing up without their driver's license, without their summons <laughs> letter. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, how the fuck do you just not listen to simple, simple tasks? That's that's people for you yeah that's people people, people yeah. suck a person is smart people are stupid but you know what mm-hmm. doesn't suck paul at least in my opinion okay this album all right i enjoy this album that being said i do not enjoy the majority of side three and four of this album so the what, what the the you're talking about the cover stuff the, the yeah like the covers and the remixes okay. and that shit oh so i do want to say this that um so because you said you had the 10th anniversary edition, I didn't, I just listened to like, whatever. I think I let's, well, no, it, no, I forget. I just listened for the basic. I didn't listen to the, to the, uh, cover stuff until, uh, today. I actually threw it on today, but I was just like, Oh, that's this version that has the extra EP with it. So mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, which I didn't even listen to the whole thing of that, but so yeah, yeah, the, the, um, the album originally ends after natural anthem. Mm-hmm. Um, the side three and four of this specific one are B sides. There's some covers thrown in there and there's some remix versions of some of the songs. Um, if you have the 10th anniversary deluxe edition though, mm-hmm. the, um, it has a couple has all of the other stuff that this one has all the B sides and all that stuff. But then at the end, it also has, uh, the shins cover of, uh, we will become silhouettes and has Iron and Wine's cover of Such, Such Great, Great Heights. Heights on it. Yes. Um, which, honestly, if you have the 10th anniversary, the 10th anniversary deluxe edition, listen to side one and two, and then skip to the last two tracks of side four, because 
the b-sides and the unless you're really into them like the b-sides aren't bad don't get me wrong i was re-listening to the album on the way up to paul's today and the b-sides aren't bad but they're a reason so there's a reason why they're the b-sides they're mm-hmm. not as good as um the the album it, the album itself um but yeah so we know that i like this album because obviously it's mine and i wanted to include it and i just told the story about having to seeing it on a wall at a record shop and having to buy it um paul what did i'm very interested to see what you think about this album okay so <laughs> not, I don't, not a good start i don't hate this album mm-hmm. but i don't think i like it okay i am actually disappointed with this album oh okay, okay. it's reason reason being so like i i knew the song such great heights really the only song i knew by postal service mm-hmm. but like i've heard so many great things about this album i've heard like you're not the only first person yeah. to say, like, oh my god this album's amazing like there's like like the person who's be, supposed to be our special guest was um uh frank daly from jameson celtic rock who was on the um friend of the podcast friend of the podcast he was on the smith's episode he he put that he wanted to be special guest for this too and and i didn't ask him because i know he's down the shore and he's actually playing a show right now as we speak um so uh you know, so I didn't reach out to him, but like I generally respect his his opinion on music. Um, Straub, Straub, handcrafted in St. Mary's, Pennsylvania, wherever the fuck that is. I don't even know where that is. So you know, so um, I was I was kind of excited to be able to get to hear this mm. album. You know, like yeah. actually, not that I haven't had an opportunity. I just never. You were sat like, down and you were like it. Frank. Frank told me that Bright Eyes album was good, and it was good. Maybe this fucking album's good too. Yeah, right. So, but no, I was I was really I was actually honestly really looking forward into to listening to this album because like i didn't ever listen to the whole thing i just knew the one song and i liked that song um but uh it's funny because that the their version and i knew this before because i'd heard the other cover versions i actually don't think that uh postal service does the best version of uh uh such great heights do you think the iron and wine i think the iron and wine one is the so fucking I've, best one I've had, and then um, uh, I also like the Ben Folds version yeah. of it too I've had this conversation with Zach because Zach likes the Shins version of We Will Become Silhouettes more than he likes the Postal Service okay. version okay um, but to each his own I agree I, I, I love them both I was actually um, listening to the uh, the Iron and Wine version today mm-hmm. um, and Iron and Wine is just fucking oh, yeah, good amazing. in general yeah um, but I the, that version is very good. But there, I think it's just because uh, we talked about before how we uh, I always say that, like the your first exposure to something is always going to be your favorite right. version of it. So I think because it was because I heard the Postal Service version first, it's going to it, it's yeah. It's, but there, there's other things like that. I, that I don't, I don't other, know which version I heard first. To be honest, yeah, there are just... there are covers of things that mm-hmm. are better than the original. Well. Closer, not closer. Um, Hurt by Johnny Cash is significantly better oh, than yeah. the original. Yeah, I actually heard one time like Trent Reznor said, like, yeah, it's yeah, a Johnny Cash song. Yeah, it's now. Johnny Cash. That's, yeah, that's, that's not a Trent. That's not Nine Inch Nails song. But it's funny, and I, and that you mentioned that because, um, it just you know the Iron and Wine and the Ben Folds versions, like the covers of Such Great Heights, I think are better than the Postal Service. Uh, you know their actual rendition of it. yeah, it's pretty good, right? It's good beer. Um, but it reminds <laughs> me of the Pixies. Are you familiar with the Pixies? I thought it was just Pixies. No, it's the Pixies. Is it the Pixies? I don't know. I call them the Pixies. I think oh. everything says the Pixies. Because I was just listening to the song Here Comes Your Man the other day, and it okay. just says Pixies. I don't know. Maybe iTunes does it different. I don't know. But anyway, the Pixies. Don't yell at me. Yell at iTunes. Covered, oh, uh, covered Jesus and Mary Chains head on about two years after 
Jesus and Mary Chain put mm-hmm. it on. And I think, in my my opinion, the Pixies version is a superior version of the song. Like to the point where I'm like, wait, who did that? Did Jesus and Mary Chain cover that, or is it the other way? You know. So I had, I actually had to look that up. I think I told the story before where um, I cognizantly um, I heard the Smashing Pumpkins version of uh, Oh Landslide. Landslide before realizing that it was fucking Fleetwood Mac. Okay. And so, like, in my head... Oh, it is just Pixies. Landslide was just the fucking Smashing Pumpkin song that happened to be on Rotten Apples. Right, right. Uh, <laughs> okay. So, yeah, I was like... And then I, I realized, like, way, like, way later after the fact, like, prouder than I'm willing to... Like, uh. like longer than I'm willing prouder <laughs> to admit um, that it was a fucking cover, but I... I know we all know Paul's uh, opinion on Fleetwood Mac, so yeah, yeah, and right. I, I don't think you really care for the Smashing Pumpkins, do you? Uh, not particularly. I thought but they it, were horrible live. But I think just to just to to be on your fuck Fleetwood Mac bandwagon, you might say the Pumpkins version yeah. is better. No, no, no. I I um <laughs> I like Disarm. I like some mm. of the stuff on Melancholy, like some of the some yeah. of the hits. I like the hits, but I don't definitely don't like the um the deep the, tracks. The deep tracks, and uh, like I said, they were absolutely fucking horrible live. I left. I left in the middle of the show. It was a long day anyways, Lollapalooza in 94, summer of no. 94. I'm Paul. I go to big historical I events. Do. I do. Well, it was a historical event because that was the one where Nirvana was supposed to be the, uh, the uh-huh. headlining band. Um, and uh, obviously they were not, and the Smashing Pumpkins were in there. Um, but uh, before the Smashing Pumpkins played, uh, Courtney Love came out and played like three songs just like with a guitar and that was her first like public appearance mm. after uh, Kurt Cobain had died and whatnot mm. so yeah so there was like oh my god Courtney's here and I'm like oh, I guess that's kind of cool okay. you know but like but I was like All right, are they gonna play Disarm or what <laughs> you know what I mean uh, and they did and it was horrible and I was like right, I'm fucking leaving like you know but I did get to see the Beastie Boys at that show so that was, that was that was fucking that was right that was that was worth it right there Beastie Boys and George Clinton and um uh, the breeders were on that back to the pixies you know kim deal um but um yeah so so this this album i almost like like it it's almost like the big lebowski for me it's you it's I mean? it's it's kind of uh, like i talked about it on the episode where frank was on mm-hmm. where uh i don't like the beer mad elf right and i think part of it is because all of my friends would tell me of how it was the greatest beer that's ever been created by yeah. man and it can't live up to its hype. Right. And and I think that's that's part of it is just like because like I I've I've heard about this album, I've wanted to check it out. Mm. I've you know, I do like the one song. Um, but it's the same thing. People have been telling me, you know, telling me for years, you know, oh man, I can't believe you never saw the Big Lebowski. You're, you're, you'll fucking you'll fucking you Paul, yeah. you'll love that movie. And I watched it and I'm like, that's ah, all right. Yeah, it's it's okay. No. You know, uh, I didn't love it. It was just it was just okay. You know, there um, are some good lines from the Big Lebowski though. Like I honestly wish that uh, and I know the whole thing of the postal service is, is Ben Gibbard and uh, the Cambarello. Cambarello. I wish his parts weren't in there. I think if you took the electronical parts out, I think I would actually like it better. I think I would like the album better. Um, you know, like like I could get behind just like a Ben Gibbard and Jenny Lewis. The, well, that's what I'm saying. Like it ruins like the shit that that they do. That the 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 electronic beats and the and the the, the the electronic music that goes on during like uh nothing better mm. it's basically a fucking video game soundtrack like it's like it's basically they're he's playing super mario brothers no not behind no, that song not nothing better brand new colony no brand nothing new better co- too though 
no, brand new, nothing better, really. Yeah, and it's a that. brand new colony. Too. Brand new colony is straight up but, Super Mario. Yeah, but so, but so, it's so, so is nothing better. And it's I like you take you take that shit out, and I'm like, all right, no, but this is a much better song. But it was just like, ah, ah, you know, um, it does work. I will say that it does work on recycled air, the electronic mm. beats, the the backing, and whatnot. But that basically that song, uh, in my opinion, recycled air. That sounds like it's straight off of Moby's album Play, mm. which, and I mean that in a good way. Moby, that that's Moby's Play is is probably a, a top fifty album for me. Like it's not top twenty five. I don't have it on vinyl, but if I did, I don't know that it would make it yeah. on this one. But like that's 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 Moby. a good album. Um, it's yeah. funny that you mentioned Moby because I showed Paul after we recorded the Sam Cooke episode last week um, when the tenth anniversary edition was coming out. Uh, oh, right. There was a video that got put out on YouTube where it was auditions for the Postal Service, and it was a guy acting, pretending to be a uh, a sub pop, uh, you know, executive, and he was with Jimmy Tam- Tamborello, and just basically having a bunch of musicians come up and audition for the band, and um, one of them was Moby, and Moby's audition was <laughs> it was pretty funny, absolutely fucking ridiculous. Yeah. But other people featured in it were. Uh, What's the bass player from Duff McKagan? Duff McKagan yeah, was Gus, in it. Gus and Rose is um, in it. The bass player from what's it called that was in it? Uh, Foo Fighters. He come. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Foo Fighters the, and uh, Sunny Day, Sunny Day, Day, Real Day Real Estate. Yeah, yeah. Nate, uh, whatever his name is. Yeah. yeah, uh, yeah Weird Al Yankovic was yeah, in yeah, it. Yeah, which is a good one too. Uh, the comedian Mark Marin is the one who is like he's like making the weird like sounds on the guitar. He's like you like that. He like you uh, like that. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so it's it's uh it's funny that you mentioned it at Moby because it yeah yeah. I'm curious now if that was intentional. It could have been. No. Have been, but no, that that song, like I said, that that's a good song. It didn't make it onto my top three, but it, but like that 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 is that is the only song. Although, like such great heights, it works too. What he what he did there works too. Yeah. That is that, but that's the only other song that, in my opinion. Like those beats and the and the boop, 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 yeah. boop, boop, all that bullshit in the background. It's the only other song it works on. I was listening yeah. when I was listening to the album on the way to Pulse today. I realized that the best way to describe the Postal Service is sustained ominous piano tones with poppy bullshit on top of it. Every single song is like doom mm-hmm. doom Yeah, and that's and it's that's what I don't need. I don't need yeah. the you know. Um it, it Paul's but, all about those dark ominous tones. I am, I am. Was <laughs> one of the things I'll say though is I do wonder and uh, you know, you can't go back in time. I I I would admit that maybe You can't. I can't. Well, you know. <laughs> I, I will say that maybe had I heard this in 2004, 2005, I might feel different. Maybe it, maybe it's one of those things that just doesn't hold up 20 years later. Yeah. You know, uh, like listening to it for the first time 20 years later. It's like, yeah. it's like listening to like, like fucking, I don't know, like Frankie Valley. Do you know what I mean? Listen to yeah. Frankie Valley now. You're like, oh, what the fuck is this? But yeah. listen to Frankie Valley and like you know, whatever, 1969 or whatever. And you're and like, oh, shit. And you're like, oh, this is my fucking jam. Sherry, you know? baby, exactly. yeah. Exactly, <laughs> you know? So, But that's the thing. Like, So that's that's why I kind of wonder if, like, just this is just an album that, like, just... An album of its time. And... It, of its time, right. It doesn't hold the test of time, which, but, I mean, they're still putting out 20th anniversary. But I yeah, get but that I mean, because like, the... there is that hype about it. Yeah, that, I mean, know. like, they're, they're, they're putting out 20th anniversary because there's people like me who discovered this album, you know, a year mm-hmm. or two after it came out. Yeah who now collect vinyl yes yes you do and would potentially how much was that how much was like 27 bucks yeah i'd spend 30 dollars on a a cool colored version of of this 
Yep. And, but, and, and that's, that's the thing. That's where it's just like, man, I, I want to like this album mm. just because I, you know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't like it, but I don't hate it. It's like, yeah. it's like, it's like, man, I'm not mad at you. I'm just disappointed. All right. Let me, let me, so let's put it this way. Let's, let's rank it. Okay. Rank it. Okay. Postal service. Give up. Steel train self-titled say anything is a real boy. All right, so do we have to even put those other two in the same like category? Like, do they have to? Well, those be... are the because I think you just you just explained that, the ranking that, that, right that's there. That's how that you would, would rank it. Yeah, okay. Because yeah. I, I mean, those but, are like, the... but that's the thing. Like, I wouldn't I wouldn't even put this with those no, no. two albums. You I'm, know I'm what just I mean? putting it with those two because those are the three albums yeah, like, where I'm you have like, expressed like these are dis- well. Yeah. Well, no, I don't think this Take is it back Sunday yeah, as well. That's that's a given. That's a given. That's which do you hate more, Take It Back Sunday or Say Anything? Say anything. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no, I like Take It Back Sunday a little oh, That's bit. right, we talked about you. Yeah, we did um, talk about you, that. Yeah, they, yeah. you enjoyed it. Yes, because Adam was, or not Adam, Zach was like crying because I was going to shit on his most favorite Yeah, Zach, Zach, was, Zach was coming out guns blazing. Yes, he, he, wanted, he, wanted me to, he wanted to argue with me about why it's the greatest album in the world, and, and I was just like, yeah, it's all right. It's okay. And yeah, I think he was really it's hoping. A, it's all good. You know, but like, but that's the thing. Like, so this this album here, I mean, a lot of really good lyrics. I fucking love the lyrics um, throughout. Um, the recording is great. Mm. Um, even the way they, they mixed the, the, the electronic beats and, and sounds, um, it's a complete mix. It's not like two separate things. So, I mean, they do work, they do work together. You know, I just, I just don't get them. Um, the use of Jen Woods and Jenny Lewis throughout the album with the backing vocals, um, I think is needed. It's, which is why, which is why I'm saying it's like kind of like a super, because sometimes you, you hear, Sometimes you know that bands put on a female vocalist just to have a female vocalist on there, mm-hmm. right? Um, and then other times... Equality and stuff. Well, it's not even that. It's just they're like, oh, if we have a girl sing on this song, it'll oh. be a hit. You know oh, what I mean? yeah. You know, but like this is like, I think if you take either one of them women or any of any of the additional musicians that played on this album, if you take them out, it's not the same album, which is why I do think it's a super group because yeah. they all really do contribute to it. Um, you know, so... Uh, it's you know that take yeah take them now and it's and it's not it's not as good of an album so you know so i do think overall like i can't i can't sit there and say oh my god this is such a like a piece of shit it's not it's not you know what i mean it's it's definitely so in comparison to to steel train this album's 100 original Mm -hmm. okay whereas steel train was a lot of like i'm going to take an idea from a bunch of other songs and try to create songs off of that that people will like this feels and and sounds like oh man like this guy's doing this stuff which is kind of cool and i'm doing this stuff which is kind of cool let's see what happens if we put it together yeah and 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 it's right and it's good and it's it's original it's artistic it's 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 there i just don't think it's for me yeah do you know what i mean um on the topic of originality with this band um when i was in high school when MySpace was still a thing mm-hmm. i remember getting a message from a guy who i went to high school with saying hey I just joined this band. You should check us out. We sound like the Postal Service. Okay. Listen to the music, and I'm like, oh, I enjoy this. It's poppy bullshit. I enjoy this. About two weeks later, I get a message on MySpace from another band called Play Radio Play. Okay. From Fort Worth, Texas. Huh. My friend who messaged me to follow his band it was a guy who he was friends with who said, hey, do you want to join my band? That guy took a bunch of Play Radio Play music, 
put it on his MySpace page uh-huh. and said, I made this. Check it out. It sounds like the Postal Service. <laughs> so I got a message from this band saying, like, hey, I see your friends with this band. Just so you know, they basically stole all of our shit. And I responded back. I'm like, oh, that sucks because it's really fucking good. So now I'm going to start following you guys. And they were like, oh, thanks. <laughs> and then later on, I saw them at the Chalk Balcony with Portugal the Man. There you go. There you go. I forget what port- they Play Radio Play has since changed their name. I can't remember what they changed it to. But back when I was in high school, they were Play Radio Play. That's pretty funny. Yeah. That's funny. That's like how there's two Birmingham sixes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's like I uh, I, uh, I fucked up my friend Sean's head. He's going to hear this. Too. He's like, you didn't fuck up my head. I'm like, yeah, I fucked up your head, Sean. You know I fucked up your head. So he, he was telling me about this. Fucking know it, Sean. You know, Sean from the Unholy Four from Charlottesville, Virginia, which you should check out the Unholy Four, was starting a uh, side project called The Resignators. Mm-hmm. Right? And it was like him and another guy. And I'm like, all right, cool. And he's like sitting there playing some of the stuff that he's doing. So I'm like, you know, flipping through through Facebook the one day. And uh, this thing comes up. The Resignators on the Ska Festival. And I'm like, wait, what the fuck is this? Well, there's this other, there's a Ska band called The Resignators. Awesome. So I, I I was like, wait, I think that's the name of Sean's side project. So I, I sent him a message. I was like, it's like, yo, dude, what's the name of your side project? And he sends me like the logo and the resonators. I'm like, I'm like, oh, okay. So I take a screenshot of the thing and send it back to him. And he's like, well, man, I didn't even fucking know Scott was still a thing. I'm like, all right, dude, like, whatever. I'm like, I think it's funny. Um, I was like, but like, there, I was like, I was like, I wouldn't worry about it. I'm like, like, whatever, man. Like I have, I have, you know, there's two Birmingham sixes, like whatever. Yeah. Like I, you know. Speaking is what it is. Speaking so, of that was uh, pretty funny. Speaking of Sean and side projects, he posted something on Instagram the other day about some side project thing. I don't know if it was legitimately legitimate or if he was just taking pictures. Oh of, yeah, no, uh, no, pic- no. taking pictures of his guitars. But he posted some pictures of some beautiful fucking guitars. Oh yeah, he has a bunch some of beautiful, beautiful yeah. fucking yeah, vintage yeah, yeah. guitars. Yeah, yeah. No, he has he has he has too many guitars. That's what he says all the time. He's like, man, I got... like he has so many guitars. He actually keeps some of them at other people's houses because he can't fit them in his. So. I just remember the one time uh, we talked about it on the podcast before you and Sean played the show at that one church uh-huh. that you set up. Yeah. And I remember going to Sean's to pick up all the gear and him loading up his fucking Gibson SG. Uh-huh. And it's a guitar that has always had a special place in my heart. Yeah. And it's a beautiful fucking guitar. Yeah, it is. It is. Um, but yeah, yeah. So that was, uh, that was cool. That was, um, that, yeah. So like, so like how I am with records where like, if you, you know, if you take the, um, the uh the um tram yeah. back to the back of the warehouse you here. take the moving sidewalk and then you take the moving sidewalk and then go up to the 10th floor you know you see all the records and whatnot um that's how kind of sean is with guitars yeah. so you know too too many uh too many things in a small space yeah. so but yeah like back i mean back to this like it's like i said like i i i i think i even actually wrote i don't think i like it i don't think like was it uh yeah I, I i don't hate this album but i don't think i like i and i actually wrote that i don't think i like it because it's kind of one of those things where it's like man like there's there's really there's so many there's so many good elements to this album mm. and it really is there really are a lot of really good elements to this album um excuse me i just uh maybe like i said i could it could just be that i just don't get it no. You know what I mean? And, and again, if I, I don't know if, I don't know if 2005 Paul heard this and he'd be like, all right, this no. is fucking great. You know what I mean? I, I don't know. I no. don't know. I just, I'm just like, eh, eh. Like I like such great heights. I get it. You know? I so it. I did find three favorites and, I get it. you know, you teach so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, sorry. No, I mean, you seem disappointed. No, I don't. Did I let you no, down? no, no. I was, I you're said, hurt. You're hurt. No, you? no. I actually, I texted Katie, uh, Katai, excuse mm. me. I texted Katai 
on my way up here and I said I, I was like man I fucking you know I really like this album and I'm really interested to see I was really interested to see what your opinion was because I knew you weren't gonna like take it next Sunday I had a, well, yeah. I had a feeling you weren't going to like say anything <laughs> um, but like Steel Train I figured could have gone either way Oh, it went one way. This one, I big. felt like it could have gone either way yeah. as well. Like, I think you, were, it was either, which is weird, because I thought it was going to be a far end of the spectrum. I didn't think you'd land somewhere in the middle yeah. um, on this. I thought you were going to be like, oh, this is fucking good, or oh, I fucking hated it. Um, pretty much everything. No, that's a lie. With uh, Wonder Years, I fully expected you to hate the Wonder Years. Okay. No, yeah. which I fucking loved, actually. I love yeah. that album. That's a great um, album. So I, 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 I kind of figured you would, you could lean either way on this one, and I... I, like I said, I expected you to go the, to the far ends of the spectrum, not that, to be somewhere in the middle on it. And that's and I honestly, I kind of feel like I did go on the far end spectrum because I went into this this week or last week. I went into to listening to this album, wanting to listen to it, excited about listening to it. Oh, I got scared. I was like, "Where's the box of mic?" Oh, it's <laughs> wanting wanting to listen to the album, excited to listen to a bit of the album. Finally, taking the time to sit down and listen to an album that I've heard so many good things about, and like so many people whose opinions I respect musically mm-hmm. love this album. And then it's just like, oh, god damn it, really? This isn't that good. No, you know what I mean. But like I said, there's 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 good elements. But like I just like I said, I I, I would like this because, and, and this is why I would like kind of like to see what 2005 Paul would have thought about it, because like 1998 Paul loved fucking Moby. Do you know what I mean? And and that and there is like there is, it's not the same thing, but there's a, there's a connection. The 1998 versions of all of ourselves loved Moby. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, what was not to love? We man? all loved Southside featuring Gwen Stefani. See, I didn't like the feature. That's, that's I funny. didn't like the featuring Gwen Stefani. That song's catchy. It is, but I I liked I liked whoever the original woman was who who sang mm. it. I liked her better. Mm. I liked that because I actually and I actually had on. I had um I had Sorry. it on I can't remember if I had it on cassette or if I had it on CD, um but I know when they repressed it, um they only do the Gwen Stefani version. Oh, okay. So unfortunately, I never I don't have my my copy of it anymore. But it, like like that's probably like what I was saying. It's like yeah, it's the original whoever the woman is who sang it. I liked her better than the Gwen Stefani. It's Aretha Franklin. It wasn't. No, it, it was not. It could have been. <laughs> but I did like you know one of my favorite songs off of that is Porcelain. Um, it's a great song, just like, just like it's like a good like vibe song, like mood song, and then like, uh, uh, honey, the opening song on the album. Um, what was cool is so that's the song from Gone Sixty Seconds, isn't it? I I actually don't know. I don't know if it is. How's it go? Honey, when you come back sometime. Nope. Yeah. So, but at any rate, so so I have uh, I I like to I like to say Not the song I was thinking of. that I introduced my um uh my my oldest daughter um Kaylee. Is very much into uh, EDM and <laughs> very much into Moby. <laughs> very well, but that's the thing. Very yeah. much into EDM and electronic music. She goes to festivals all the time. Um, uh, she actually there was um, does a lot of Molly. Not anymore. I don't think she does it anymore. I know at one point she probably did or does or did, but I don't think she does it anymore. Um, I know her friends do. So Who among because, us can say we didn't do a lot of Molly in our youth. Me, I never and did Molly. I never did. Yeah, Molly I never either. did Molly. So I've done other things. But yeah. um, but at any rate, so so um, she also has like a thing. So there was a there was a EDM festival out at the Gorge um, a couple of weeks ago, and there was actually a, a um a shooting at one of the campsites at it and whatnot. So oh, wow. so she actually is as one of the organizers of a of a group like a basically a social group now called Save the Rave, um, trying to basically make 
festivals more safer hmm. um I, I think i just that's like more safe more safe yes yeah. <laughs> um I so be, i used to be an english major there you go so so i was not i was technically dyslexic. fuck technically so. i was a dual major i was a secondary education oh major. okay all right at any rate so so i i like to think because we used to we used to drive in the car and i would i would play moby and i would play fugazi red medicine and she would mm-hmm. sing both of them so i like to think that i'm actually the person who introduced her to edm and and techno and 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 no. all the stuff she's into now it's because of me because you used to play sandstorm constantly what sandstorm what's sandstorm you know sandstorm do i nope you fucking know it. i probably know i'll play sandstorm for you when we're done you fucking know it. yeah i don't know but no i mean i used to play i used to play a fuck out of the kids love sandstorm do they okay all right cool the kids meaning me speaking of kids yeah i would say who gives a shit what you and i think about nobody actually gives a fuck what's more important is what regina thinks about this album and she likes it she you know why? Like because it's one of my albums. Yeah, I know, right? She no. fucking loves me. So, so I played it for her a few times. I did, I did, you know, like I said, I try to try to get like different things because you know, I mean, she's on almost. Well, actually, when this airs, she will be officially a seven month old baby. No. Um, so she doesn't she doesn't use her big big girl words yet, but she's getting there. Um, but so I I did play it for her a few times. First time she, you know, we were in the car going food shopping on Friday, um, and um, she was listening. Uh, but she like fell asleep like right away. Mm-hmm. Um, but she, but you could tell like she was listening. Um, so the other day I was actually feeding her cereal cause she's eating cereal now. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're starting to introduce her to other, like, like, you know, other, other foods and stuff like that. Um, must feed her cereal. I'm like, Oh fuck it. Let's see. Like as she's eating, yeah. how's she going to act? And, uh, she was into it. She was chilling. She was, she was enjoying it and, and listening to it. And, um, yeah, so she, she's, uh, she is a fan I of just, this album. A, a very weird side note. I just realized you'd made note of my shirt earlier, and yeah. I just looked at the camera and realized that you can't see my shirt. Oh, yeah. No, you can't. That's great. <laughs> there it is. There it is. Mighty Ducks, the original <laughs> logo. So, um, but, uh, yeah, so that... They're no longer the Mighty Ducks. Yeah, I know. They're just the Ducks. It's because yeah, Disney, Disney sold them. Yeah, they're good for them. Yeah. Yeah, fuck Disney. Um, so... Uh, <laughs> So on the Regina factor, um, Adam has six likes and one dislike. I have two likes and two dislikes, and there are three indifferent uh, mm-hmm. albums on the Regina factor. So, did you have any more thoughts about uh, Postal Service? Give um, no, just that. Um, like I said, if uh, as a, a public service announcement to any uh, avid vinyl collector out there or beginner vinyl vinyl collector out there, if you see something in a record store that you have to have, get buy it. it. Just get it. Fucking yes. buy it. Yep. And yep. if you don't see something that you have to have at a record store, look on the OtsfullRecordGarage.com. I bet you could find it there. You probably could. And that, you know, <laughs> that well, it's funny. You, you, you bring it up. There's a guy I follow on TikTok who's account like i can't remember his handle right now yeah but he he posted something the other day and i, I don't know if he's a i don't know if he's a seller or, or he's just a vinyl enthusiast mm-hmm. um but he put a thing and he showed like these like records that like came out and then were like out of print well like now they're back and basically he's saying like vinyl people calm down calm the fuck down like most records are being repressed he's yeah like, so like don't maybe maybe don't go right to this secondary seller who's going to upcharge you out yeah. the ass for something that's going to come out again in like, 
you know, a certain amount of time because it, because it does happen. I mean, like, yeah. especially like in- I have a, uh, a, one of the albums in my 25. Um, if you're trying to find an original pressing of it, you cannot find it for going, going for not selling for, I don't know if it's actually selling, but listed for on eBay for like seven hundred dollars. Yeah, like, like no, I got my like, copy as a Father's Day present for when they reissued it for twenty five. Yeah, and and that's kind of the thing. Like, like you know, what do, you, like, all right, if you're if you're investing, if you're really truly investing, and you know you want to flip it, okay, fine, man. Maybe you yeah. really you really need the the first pressing of it. But like, if you just want to ha- own it. You know what I mean? Yeah. You don't necessarily need to get like the very first. And that's, first. And now, that's granted, there are cool things. Like, like I don't like the Beatles, but if I came across a fucking forty-five of the Quarrymen, mm-hmm. I would fucking be like ecstatic, and I probably wouldn't sell it. Yeah. Like, even though, like, 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 I could probably sell that thing for like, you know, God knows how much money at this point, but like, I, I probably wouldn't. Like, yeah. I really don't think I would. I think if, I would keep it. Says the thing, like I, I don't think I want to buy an album. You know, I don't think I want to buy an, an original pressing of the one album on my twenty five for seven hundred dollars yeah, because yeah. I wouldn't. It's like when you were talking about that guitar that you bought, you fucking returned it because it was too nice and you yeah. didn't want to play it. I'm yeah. not gonna buy something for seven hundred dollars and then fuck it up and depreciate the value. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Well, I mean, I have certain like mobile fidelity box sets that were like, you know, like I I got them because I wanted the better quality. I, I was yeah. I was I was willing to pay the other the extra price, but it wasn't even like crazy price but like um you know like that stuff i'm not gonna sell and it's yeah. like i might play once a year you know what i mean yeah um but like like one of the one of the things i have is i have i have a i have a mobile fidelity box set of um uh, uh miles davis kind of blue mm-hmm. so like yeah probably about once a year i'll listen to it just to chill out and be like you know what i'm vibing let me let me no. put on like the one of the fucking greatest jazz albums ever made not that i'm a huge jazz fan but it's an amazing album um, and it's an amazing press in the mobile fidelity one. Um, but like if I wanted to listen to it a lot, fidelity one that you're saying goes like higher than 180 gram. And they do. No, like no, no. That's analog productions. Analog. Mobile fidelity is all 180 gram, okay. but they do like these like crazy remasters mm-hmm. They do. They do. They do excellent work. But, um, you know, like if I wanted to listen to that a lot, I would just buy the fucking Sony legacy, yeah. you know, Twenty twenty dollar version of it yeah. to, to listen to it a lot, but you know, so that's I mean that's that's how you kind of have to look at it. It's just like sometimes, like I seriously, I just want to tell vinyl people, I love you, I love you, vinyl people, I do it, I love you buying records, and I and I love that that you're so passionate. But sometimes, really, take a breath. Let's take a breath. Let's take a step back. Yeah. Think about what I, we're really doing here. There was a um, Kevin Smith. I was I was watching something. Kevin Smith was talking. He was there's a thing where he's talking about um, comic books. And um, he's talking about like how he bought something, and like the guy he bought it from is like, "Oh, make sure you know you get that in a bag and put a board behind it." He's like, "That's not what comic books are fucking. Yeah, it's yeah. not what vinyl is made for. Like, it's made to enjoy. Like my my fear is that vinyl is going to turn into Beanie Babies. They're going to make a Princess Diana one. Yes, they're going to make a Princess <laughs> Diana uh, vinyl, and yeah, no, but you know what I mean. No, like that's what I'm afraid that like people yeah. are going to be like, oh, I gotta have all these. People are like, oh, the light blue elephant's the most expensive one, and yeah. who gives a fuck about Beanie Babies anymore? Exactly, and yeah. that's what I don't want vinyl to turn into. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, but um, but, but I anyway, like, I feel like it. I feel like a rant. Yeah, I feel like vinyl is kind of, you know, I feel like 
vinyl went through that kind of no no or, like, i don't it think was... vinyl went through that it was it was more of just like you know cds came out and like oh that's my god I mean. that's what i mean like, beanie then, babies yeah. were replaced by the next best thing vinyls were replaced by the next best thing but yeah but beanie babies were replaced by like what were they replaced by like nothing Bratz dolls yeah like some stupid collectible whereas like no. you know i mean it's just a, you know that that's been like a, a like an evolution of of music between you know what i mean you, you you had a victrola and then you had records and then you had you know um uh fucking eight tracks and yeah. then, then you know vinyl was still there but then you I've had never, cds even, and cassettes and you know what i mean i don't so, think i've ever listened to an eight track what's the quality of an eight track shit it's it, ho- it's horrible and plus it, like like most eight tracks you couldn't get a, like you could get a full album but none of them were the full song because it only had so much like things so like if you put a thing in and you're listening at some point the song cuts off because you know if you want to fit everything on to there you got it no. well you can get like a sample it's like a sampler fucking eight tracks like a sampler is it yeah it's that's, fucking ridiculous that's dumb mm-hmm. it's stupid i fucking hate eight tracks and somehow they're still coming back they're still like people still want eight tracks so i don't get it but at any rate um what are your three favorite songs i keep trying to get this fly um uh, we'll become silhouettes. Okay. Um, sleeping in. Nothing better. Okay. I have uh, such great heights. Okay. Which, like I said, I such great heights is honestly like such great heights is just like such great heights. Heights is knocking on the window to mm-hmm. come in. Um, yeah. But that's all, like I said. So it's the first song I knew by them, mm-hmm. and like I said, I do like the cover versions better. But on this album, I do like their version of yeah. such great heights. It's it's good. Um, nothing better is my number two. Nice and. My number three, which for like, I, I it, it was a fungus song. Um, because at first I was like, this song's not that good, but like I listened to it today. Like I actually I threw on your um uh your record, and I was listening to it. I was preparing for the podcast. I'm like, oh yeah, no, this song's probably number three. What the fuck is this? And I was like, oh fuck, two days ago I hated this song, and that's Clark Gable. I do like Clark. Gable. Yeah, Clark yeah. Gable. Clark Gable is like next in line, probably behind District Sleeps Alone Tonight, knocking on the window to come in. Yeah, no, and that that jumped in. And I'm like, oh, okay, because like, yeah. and and I was glad because like, you know, it's always interesting to me. Like, it's always it's always fun for me when uh, we like, cause it's only happened a couple times where we say our top three and multiple songs on the top yeah. three line up. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. What's yeah. your What's your bottom one? Bottom one is uh, actually bottom one and two. Um, I'm gonna say probably it, it's it's a mix. Um, natural anthem. Mm-hmm. I put a star there to say like, yeah, it's probably it, but it's like a slash between natural anthem and brand new colony. For me, it's this place is a prison. Okay, I, I'm trying to think which one that is. Exactly. Like, so it's like kind of like huh? exactly. You know, but that's okay. So here's the thing. Like, like, like it, it's not that it's a bad song, but it's the lesser on the album. So that's the thing. I can't, I can't place that song. But I can place these other two songs, and they annoy the fuck out of me. So mm-hmm. that's why, like, I, I found them to be yeah. my uh. Like my I said two. before, Brand New Colony is straight up fucking Super Mario. Yes, um, no, that one is too. But now the other one, yes. Anthem is a uh, minute that... minute forty five of a musical intro and fifteen seconds of vocals. Yeah, it's just not good. Yeah, yeah, it's just not a good song. So it's a horrible way to end the album back to back with those two. Yeah, yeah, I say they are. They do close the album out, and if I'm not mistaken. No, I'm sorry. Um, this place is a prison. Is like side two. Is a like track two of side two. I think. Yeah, I think so. Something like that. Yep, yep. So we are on, man. We are getting like fucking efficient at this, man. This one, we had we were at like a minute. You get it? 
Nope. Nope. Not right there. Nope. Uh, we were at. Oh, like yeah, a, that's a piece of fuzz. An hour and four minutes last time. This one's just hitting like because you know we have our extra time so we're, we're yeah you know we're, we're getting there we're, we're getting efficient it's like we're professionals we're almost professionals we almost know what we're doing we're like we're getting this down but then we're gonna have like a booze and vinyl one come up and we're gonna have like a fucking four-hour podcast yeah. again although oh shit <laughs> frank's gonna be on another booze and vinyl oh, episode yeah. so so that actually kind of we're gonna um, drink more absinthe i might have a little bit of an issue for the next few weeks so all right so uh as 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 I've mentioned before, I am diabetic. Are we breaking up? No, we're not breaking up. Get we're not to fast. Up. Now I don't have to fast, but I am going on a detox. I'm gonna I'm going on a detox for about five weeks, so That's no fine. sugar. I'll just drink twice as much. Well, exactly. That's what yeah. I'm saying. I'm doing no I'll, sugar. I'll drink, I'm doing no alcohol. I'll drink double for the um, both of us. You know, I'm, I'm, you're welcome. I'm, thank you. <laughs> I'm cut, cutting out my carbs, just to you know, it's like so so like my you know my diabetes. Now is this is this permanent no 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 it's just for like a month okay yeah because it's like it's you know so so me and katie did this before actually we did we did actually like a uh you know uh dry january and like do it do no nut november no 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 but we did a uh, we did dry dry january and a um you know and we did a sugar detox like a couple years back um, I still ended up getting diabetes. Um, yeah. and, uh, no, my diabetes is very much under control. Like yeah. even like the last time I got checked, my A1C is, is back down to pre-diabetic, um, numbers. Um, but like the first time I got checked, um, for like, you know, after diagnosis, um, my, my A1C was like super fucking low. Like even like, like not not even pre-diabetic. Yeah. And then the last time I was I was higher, but I was still in pre-diabetic numbers. Um, you know, one one of the cool things about my sensors is, especially with the with the version I have, I can kind of see what my A one C and it's like on the higher side and it's not going down. So it's just like more like one of those like, all right, let me like, let me take a step back, let's reboot, let's 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 mm-hmm. kind of like, you know, jumpstart it back. Like I I'm still. You know, like I said, my levels are still back in pre-diabetic, and I want to make sure that they stay on the low end of pre-diabetic. Mm-hmm. So, like, uh, I've gotten into some like bad habits over the last few months. So I kind of want to like just like, like kind of like, all right, let's 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 uh, reboot. Let's let's, let's stop. Let's so stop doing crack cocaine. Let's stop doing crack cocaine <laughs> for a month. For a month, for a month just, just for a, a month. month, just for a month. Actually, I think it's gonna be like almost five weeks because like mm-hmm. it worked out like the the times that we're doing it like like. You know, I'm starting it like after like I'm we're actually starting the day after a night where I know I'm going to get really fucking drunk. Um, and then um, we're going to we're, we're ending it right before we go on vacation at the end of August. So, nice. Yeah. You know, so it's like, all right, cool. You know, so it'll be it'll be good. But like, yeah. So so if we have some booze and vinyls in there, I'm going to be I'm going right. to I'm going to be drinking water and you're going to have to. That's uh, fine. I, I will. I will give the. I will give the 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 book review. Okay. Uh, to well to, the drinks. I mean, I can to, still talk about to, it. to appease the yes. uh, to appease the legal department. Yes, which yes, is Katie. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, most important thing about this is our discogs value. So as pretty much as I don't don't be no, looking. every I always look over your shoulder to look at your notes, and I still don't know what the fuck them. I, I still can't. It's because my writing. Because you're it's, dyslexic. I am. I am. It's dyslexic, and my writing's a mess. Sister Bernice would still be pissed off at me. Sister Bernice was my uh, sixth grade homeroom teacher, and um, she used to make me come in school early every day to write work on my penmanship 
on the uh, the the board. And this, she used to say, she's like, she used is, to be this like, is where my child mind goes. You're like, she used to make you come in school early. <laughs> no, no, not like that. No, but no, she 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 would like, she was like, Weesh, you write like a doctor, but you're so stupid, you'll never be one. So damn, yeah, nuns. those those sisters of Saint Joseph, they knew uh, they knew how to. You know, nuns are assholes. Get you to work it up, you know. Um, I also have horrible penmanship, so. Yes. So. I uh, I, I sympathize with you. Yes, yes. So you have a 2005, not a 2000, not the uh, 2013 10th anniversary edition. You do have a 2005 150 gram remastered and repressed um, copy. Um, You probably had a hype sticker on that, which was which was attached to the shrink wrap that said the first time on vinyl. Um, you don't remember now because it was you yeah. know almost twenty years ago, um, but yeah, that that the one you have like would have had that hype sticker. Um, there is the little note that on the back cover um, of yours that says uh, the name Postal Service is used with permission of the United States Postal Service. It? Yep, it's right by the it's on the bottom right hand corner, right by the picture there. Yeah, the name was, Postal Service is used with permission of the United States Postal Service. Yep, Look at that. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> um, this is a gatefold and includes a twelve by twelve. 24 poster with a booklet which has art with the original artwork lyrics and credits um yours is fucked because of water damage um it and it has the bonus ep which is the second disc um including the more superior version of uh such no. great heights by iron and wine this doesn't have the this doesn't have the iron and wine version yeah it does look at you look at your album Look at your album, Side 2, last song, because I fucking listened to it earlier. Oh, no. Is that no, is that, is that the dude who is Iron and Wine? I have no idea who that is, but the... that right there says performed by Iron and Wine right under Such Great Heights. <laughs> you said Side 2. Right here. Here you go. B-Sides. Okay. Yeah. There you go. Re- oh, I'm sorry. Record 2, Side 1. Such great. Oh, okay. Yeah, I thought Performed you meant by... side record yeah, two. Yeah, you sorry. said record sorry. two. I, no, two. I said side two. But yeah, no, no, no. Uh, yeah, there's a John Tahada mix. Of okay, such I was, so I was confused about it. But yes, no, no, no. Okay, so so record two, side one, song three. I will say Iron that and wine, the, such great the booklet that comes with this, um, at least the lyrics pages part of it, um, is kind of it's kind of a. The water damage kind of adds to it. Yeah, no, bit. it does. It does. It actually, your booklet, your booklet looks cool. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, because of your, you know, because um, of the poor quality, that poor, it's like. poor quality covered, uh, you know, you'd probably have to put that at poor. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and listen to is record. There, is there anything lower than poor? Is there a shit no, it's show? Poor. No, it's poor. It's is fair it and then poor. Shit show. Yeah. Is that a thing? Uh, it's a. It's a. Don't bother selling it. Is, yeah. Is what it is. Um, Just keep it for the personal collection. But yeah, so I would I, even listening to it, I probably would have only graded it no better than a very good, maybe oh, a maybe oh, a good plus. Oh, oh is it stuck? Yeah. Oh, there fuck. you go. Yeah. See, poster's all fucked up. You're gonna fuck it up even more. So, but staying close. As per our rules, we go by the very good plus MSRP. Thank God we do. Yes, we do. And this one comes in at thirty-two fifty. 
just right around what I paid for it. Probably. Okay, yeah, which is which would be. I probably paid like high twenties, low thirties for it. So since we round up, it's thirty three dollars. Mm-hmm. Um, bringing your running total to four hundred and fifteen dollars. Fucking steel train. Fucking steel train. And you are leading me by a hundred forty two dollars because my running total is still at two hundred and seventy three dollars. Nice. So uh, yeah, you have a nice you have a nice lead on me there. A little bit. Very nice lead, yeah. So I think so. What what am I at? Are you so let me do what. You have one hundred and forty-two dollars. One hundred and forty-two dollars over you. Uh huh. And you uh have two records more than me. So realistically, I'll say average cost of a record twenty-five dollars. Roughly, yeah. I'm about five records ahead of you. Yeah, pretty five much. Five and a half records yeah. ahead of you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Dickhead. Yeah. Uh, from, motherfucker. From one fucking record. <laughs> from one fucking record. From one motherfucking record. So, uh-huh. do you want to see? If you could possibly draw one of your own albums to shorten that deficit, I would. I would love to see if that's going to be the case. Um, you know, we've been going back and forth and whatnot, so you know. I'm pretty sure I drew postal service. You did draw postal yeah. service, so it's my turn to draw. So I'm going to draw here. I'm mixing them up, mixing them up. You know, I'm hoping. Let me just spin the box a little bit. So moving pictures, moving pictures, moving pictures. Moving pictures. Cause it's the only rush you, album you I know. You moved over to moving pictures. Exactly. All right. I was saying. I think I was telling you that the only like rush songs I know are all on on moving pictures. On moving pictures. Yeah, yeah, Tom yeah. Sawyer, YYZ, and Limelight are the three fucking rush songs that I know. All right. So I got number forty. Okay. All right. It looks yellow. It is not. It is blue. Is it blue? So it's probably another atom. Possibility it's not, but you know, chances are Chance it is. Oh, and the handwriting's terrible. What do you got? I'm so not looking forward to this album. Let me stand up this, and move over to my side. This album, I'm so, so not looking forward to. What do we have? For several reasons. Brand new Deja Antendu. Is that how you say it? And it's very funny that you. But we draw Deja Tendu because this is the album I was saying. If you buy an original press, yeah, it's like seven hundred bucks, seven hundred dollars yeah. on fucking eBay. Oh god, yeah, I'm not not looking. Although, so yeah, this is going to go one way for Paul, mm-hmm. and if it goes that other way, I will be completely fucking shocked. But brand new Deja Tendu. Yeah, got um possibility of some guests on this one here. Yeah, say uh, Zach was talking about potentially wanting a. Uh, a retribution, a reprise, a, a reprise yeah. for this one. A little bit of a, a little bit of a. What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, a se- not not second chance. A, a fancier version of second chance. What's he? What's he think? He's gonna like stay sober? Like I, I don't know what he's. I don't know what he's thinking. <laughs> so um, in yeah. His, in his defense, you did start him off with like three nine percent. That's beer. that's so <laughs> that, like. And then how much was he drinking before he even came over? Let's let's but, talk about that. But in all fairness, though, if, there's if, someone else who might want to actually be a guest on this too. If so. someone hands me, if someone hands me a, I don't have a Winnie. Did we lose our dog? So do you want to end this so we can have, do dog hunt? We might have to do a dog hunt. My wife just popped her head in and and asked if we had Winnie Cooper, um, but I think she's off with Kevin Arnold um, yeah. kissing on the the, the swing set. So um, <laughs> on that note, I guess we have to go see if we can find a Winnie Cooper. <laughs> if and, that's uh, the case, Paul, what time is it? Oh, it is time to. Mama! Mama!